0: Webster is taking off for L.A. He lives
1: to thrash. He loves to compete, but the competition is a killer.
2: Check it out! Hooking the
3: Girl Club. the music of the
0: bangles animotion devo meatloaf the red hot chili peppers
2: thrashing well what do you thrash what do you got you'd like to be held like that yeah i'd love it
0: not a kids game anymore Welcome to They Called This a Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and other podcast services by searching They Called This a Movie and find us on Twitter and Instagram at TicTampod. That's Pod. We are also now a proud member of Geek Vibes Nation, and you could find them at GVNation.com. Welcome back to They Called This a Movie. This is Anthony Delvecchio, and with me as always is Dan Aquino and Mark Myers. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello,
1: friends.
3: Hello, everyone. Uh, watching this movie, I think I found the one shot in a movie that will make me laugh every time it happens. It's the camera on the ground facing up and people diving over it as though they're falling down. Sure. Um, uh, that's I, a good trope. I died laughing um, the entire time. Um, so I'm doing this from heaven right now with you guys. Um,
0: glad so. that, uh, to see you take your time out uh, for yeah. the life of eternal happiness.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got up here. It was a thrashing. It did it. So we can put that on, on my tombstone, which you guys are in charge of. Oh shit.
1: We got to do that. Okay. you just asking us for everything, man. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, before we
0: get into this week's movie and all the thrashing that happens in it. Uh, what do you guys watch this week? Dan,
1: watch anything? I did. So, you know, we were disappointed that I, I kind of bailed on Gerarduary I finished February strong. I watched Olympus has fallen and I, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing to write home about. Um, other than that, I found myself watching. You, you guys are probably going to make fun of me for this. I've been watching the old uh, Pokemon show, you know, from like the nineties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a kid, I, that was the bee's knees to me. I love that show. I used to wake up early for school. I'd watch it. And as an adult, it, it's really like, you know, that old, that old saying, don't grow up, kids. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. It's a huge trap, man, because I'm sitting here just judging the shit out of Ash Ketchum. Like, why is he using this Pokemon on this kind of Pokemon? <laughs> what an idiot. How does he not know this? How does he? And I'm arguing with the TV. And every time he comes upon a new Pokemon, he's like, oh, what's that? And he's, you know, he's asking what it is. How does this kid not know what the fuck that is? And it it, it dawned on me he's saying that to explain to the audience what the (laughs) Pokemon is. Like, hey, kids, this is what this one is. But meanwhile, my... 35 year old crotchety self what an idiot how's this guy gonna be the best there ever was he doesn't know anything do you watch
0: dora the explorer and just lose your mind when she can't when she doesn't say where things are
1: it's right in front of you dora Jesus! if it had teeth it would bite you dora
3: my god uh no i'm a little you- too old for that anthony thank you very much did you get do you get mad at swiper for not having initiative after they're only being told no twice <laughs> no,
1: I, I can I can say I've, I've never watched a single episode of Dora the Explorer. Not even out of just curiosity. I, it's, it's, I'm way too old for that, I, I would say. But no, uh, Pokemon, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Yell, yelling at a 10-year-old kid.
0: Uh, I think you might be too old, but not high enough for Dora the Explorer.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, not is, bad. So that, <laughs> it's pretty good one, while high. Those are the only ways you could watch it. You're either a, a child... Or you're super baked. Yeah. <laughs> that, the the puzzles are challenging in that aspect when, you, when you're high. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Is that it? That is it. <laughs> just yelling at your TV at Pokemon? See, and, but listen, I'm not alone. My wife does it with me as well. So we're <laughs> both... And that's how we're going to treat our kid, I guess. When we have a kid. You idiot, how do you not know how to wash your hands? Use the soap. What's wrong with you?
0: Just imagine just the Simpsons... It means he gets results, you stupid chief.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Is, what's the Dan? Uh, sit down. <laughs> or is uh, w- which episode is that? It uh, is that McGarnacle? It's McGarnacle. McGarnacle, right? What does that even mean, McGarnacle? It means he gets results, you stupid chief. Or we'll, we'll be watching something like it's like Nightboat. I'm like, oh look, it's Nightboat. And now we, <laughs> it looks like we have two TVs. We're two Nightboats. <laughs>
0: uh okay mark what about you anything this week Uh,
3: nothing this week uh very important life things have been going on this week so no time but um i think um this weekend um i was i won't assume for all of us but i think we'll all be seeing the same movie this weekend so i'm glad i'm 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 excited to talk about it next week i don't know what movie you're talking about (laughs) you serious or no (laughs) i think (laughs) Wouldn't
0: you like to know?
3: <laughs> don't play. Damn it, Ant, three... got, Ant got me this time. I don't have
0: three hours to waste in a fucking AMC. It, Torrent that
3: shit. <laughs> <laughs> that the part about being in an AMC is it's the bad part of that sentence. <laughs> Real quick, how weird is it where
1: I'm? I'm almost. I'm kind of with you on this, Ant. So the the new Batman movie is three hours long, right? I don't yep. have patience for. I love Batman. I don't have patience for this. <laughs> But if you throw an Avengers movie in there, that's three hours. I would be first in line. Well, and I mean, we've already had several, right? And y- End yeah. Game
0: was more or less for for all intents and purposes, it was three hours long.
1: Right? I, I f- do. Do you think that's because maybe more people are inclined to do that because it's earned that that right to be three hours? Where the the Batman is, they're just like, oh yeah, this is a new Batman movie, and we're just gonna make it as long as we want. Yeah, I ju- I don't know. It's just. Just please stop doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's one of the most negative effects of the Marvel craze is the long hour, uh, the the long runtime.
0: Yeah, because I was like looking. I was like, oh, maybe I'll try and see it Thursday night or like there's like a three o'clock show on Thursday. It's like, I don't have three and a half hours in a random Thursday afternoon. Yeah, and it's not three and a half hours. It's it's four. It's it's so it's about three and a half hours with commercials and everything like that, right? But travel time, we're talking about a four-hour ordeal. Right. I could get to Central Pennsylvania in this time. You're essentially going to like a football game. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't go to see the Batman and then tell my sister I don't have that kind of time to go visit her.
1: Because <laughs> <You have laughs> no I obviously do. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I'm torn. I mean, obviously I'm going to see this movie. I don't know if I'm going to see it immediately. I don't know if I'm going to see it more than once. I don't know if I have, I don't know, like a, the time, b the money. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean,
0: going to see a movie multiple times in the theater when you're in your twenties, that's something. But like yeah. now we're in our thirties yet. Every, every moment could be your last, you know? <laughs> oh, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know, well, he died in the middle of his third
1: showing of the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Mark, you're going to find this out soon. There's always something to do now, right? Yep. At, at the house, or the, you know, wherever your domicile is, you could mm-hmm. be doing laundry, or you could be uh, cle- just cleaning in general, doing stuff. So- going to this is gonna sound so. It, this is gonna sound super duper white, and some people are, are gonna be like, "I, I have no <laughs> idea what that is." But I could go to the recycling center a few times <laughs> and drop off shit from my garage that needs to be thrown out. Yeah,
0: like uh get schedule an appointment with a gastroenterologist, <laughs> which I happen to do.
1: <laughs> that's that's see, my Friday plan. See, there, there you go, man. Life is getting in the way of the Batman, and yeah. I'm not. And vice versa too. It. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The Batman's get in the way of life. Yeah. I, and I'm not sad about it. And I guess yeah. revoke my Batman card. But mm. it's, I, mm. I I I'm not super pumped for a three-hour Batman movie. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Well, maybe not fun. It might be miserable. And that's probably the part. That's probably part of it is that you're in for three hours of moodiness. Yeah, just gritty. That's
1: always the the buzzword, right? It's gritty. Gritty.
0: And like I missed last two Scorsese movies for this exact reason. The Irishman. Like The Irishman and Silence. I was like, man, do I want to watch a two hour and 40 minute movie about Jesuit priests? No. (laughs) (laughs) I want to watch a four hour movie about old
1: ass robert de niro not really (laughs) uncanny valley robert de niro
0: yeah walking like a 70 year old but looking like a 35 year
1: old oh man it's so sad i always point to the scene where he like curb stomps the one guy yeah and it's so and he's supposed to be like i guess 30 in in that scene it's so obvious he's 70 years old (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: it's like gingerly walking up to him because he doesn't want to fall down right. he doesn't
1: get up at this point in this in his age his foot is barely two inches off the ground because he just cannot physically lift his feet that high
0: <laughs> is that all you didn't watch this week mark yes it's all right i'm glad
3: i'm glad that i didn't watch spark dave three minute conversation <laughs> that that included our inevitable doom
0: yes yeah, apparently we're we're going to die. If we go see the Batman, we will die in the theater, <laughs> according to me. Uh, as for me, I only watched, I finished watching Peacemaker, which I like a lot, which <laughs> now we're talking about that. That was eight hours. So, <laughs> um, but over a week, you know, it wasn't all one sitting. Sure. And then I watched the only movie I watched this week was The Power of the Dog before Sam Elliott oh, said he hated it. Jeez, I, I was hoping we would talk about that before he said it was a piece of shit. I don't believe it's a piece of shit, but I don't care. It's boring.
1: <sighs> that's a, that's not made for best ride.
0: picture, right? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, honestly, I mean, Oscars could go fuck themselves. Honestly, I haven't I haven't agreed or cared about the Oscars since I want to say since the King's Speech one Nothing against the King's Speech. I haven't never seen it, but like in that in this span of time between that movie and now. I've maybe seen three or four of the movies that would ent- that wound up winning Best Picture. Maybe. I saw Parasite. Oh. That's a movie I've seen. I saw that before Correct. One Best Picture. I didn't just watch it. But I'm just naming the ones that I've seen. Like Nomad Land, I saw that one Best Picture. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Everything's always just fine,
1: really. Yeah. Yeah. Not nothing. Yeah. I try not to, because I, I don't want to be that guy who complains about what wins the Best Picture without seeing a majority of them. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not excited for any of these movies. None of them really stuck out to me. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I feel like because now we're post-pandemic and movies. Are this weird concept now? Like the the Oscars are a weird concept. We're we're getting into this area where the movies aren't really talked about anymore. I guess. Sure. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think I think the Oscars is just kind of maybe it should die out a little bit. Probably. I mean, it shouldn't be a four-hour ordeal
0: either. Oh. That's another. That's another one that's super fucking long. Nobody's got time for this shit. And I get that they they tried to solve that by cutting categories from the program Mm -hmm. but also just cut the like cut the pomp and circumstance man
1: yeah the dance numbers
0: we don't need that shit we don't need billy crystal joking around for a 25
1: minute opener there should there should be no post just yeah get get with the the uh the present uh the presenters bring them out Mm -hmm. here's who wins move along this should be an hour hour and a half tops yeah
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i don't give a shit
0: because movies <laughs> like thrashing don't win
1: right now come on <laughs> come on now, can we, all right can we start this real quick because <laughs> i, I want to talk about this real quick
0: Will we get into the the movie we got to go we got to cut the commercial first oh
1: all right
0: right all right so we'll we'll cut the commercial now it's like we're gonna take a quick break and, li- and you guys have to some ads and we'll be back in a second with this week's movie and welcome back now it's time to get into this week's movie and this week was my pick And I picked a movie I've never seen before. I never even heard of it before. But I read the description on Amazon Prime, which basically was everything we hoped gleaming the cube would be and more. It's Got a Romeo and Juliet story. It's got skateboards. What more do you want? That movie is 1986's Thrashing with an N apostrophe. Not thrashing. uh, Thrashing. So uh, I would love to know where you guys are coming from with Thrashing. So why don't we start with you, Dan? Where are you coming from?
1: Boys, oh, boys! Can I tell you something? I love Go this ahead, movie. This way. <laughs> I loved this movie. This might be one of my favorite movies we've covered. This movie, this movie, fucking rocked my socks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was smiling the whole time, and that's not to say it's a good movie, but mm-hmm. for what it is, it's amazing, and mm. it, accomplishes exactly what it sets out to do right it it's skateboarding uh what's the word i'm looking for not um it's skateboarding culture i guess right so yeah this is how this is how they do it man this is how i guess that that culture was in the 80s and the the early 90s before it really like kicked off with you know like uh, what made it really big? I guess like Tony Hawk obviously big, but what were like the X Games? I guess. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, right before that, and I could definitely understand why older people hated skateboarders because mm-hmm. these guys are a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> 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 but it, it's cool. I, I they're having fun. It's totally uh, it's harmless for the most part, right? They're not they're not vandalizing you know people or whatever, but. I just, man, I was, I didn't know what to, I thought this was going to be super corny. I loved it. I loved it so much. And it, it has, I think it has, I don't even think, I know it has, my favorite line in any movie we've covered. And mm-hmm. I, I alluded to this before, and I, I wanted to keep you guys on the edge of view. When, uh, Josh Brolin's character, Corey, is hitting on uh. uh the main female lead, Christy, right? Christy is her name? Christy. 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 So they're, they're outside of the uh, the Red Hot Chili Pepper concert. They're kind of getting to know each other a little bit, and Chrissy's kind of giving him the business, like, oh, you know, what's up with this this whole skateboarding thing? It's like, oh, you know, it's, it's just thrashing, you know. It's just thrashing. And she says, what are you thrashing? And he looks at her and just goes, what do you got? and I, just, I was like yes hell yeah you go josh brolin that's fucking that's what i'm talking about right there i want to incorporate that into my everyday life somehow just like it, but no one's ever gonna ask me
0: <laughs> it was like a perfect setup it was like just what are you doing mowing what are you mowing what do you got what do you got
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's never gonna happen and it makes me sad but it makes me so happy that this dialogue is in the universe it's in cinema and i love it i i love this movie i love this the stupidity of it the the whole warriors meets romeo and juliet vibe oh 10 out of 10
3: (laughs) all right mark what about you well from? i absolutely love this movie too um I, I also because i had a history of watching probably it's a uh, lesser version known as airborne from 1993 sure. um but this movie tops it in a million ways probably because josh brolin's a better actor than whoever played the main character in airborne but um yeah this this movie's fantastic it's It's like you said, it's everything we want it gleaming the cube to be. It's such a time period time capsule period movie where they just have everything that was like taking place in the mid 80s, like making fun of breakers, you Mm -hmm. know, break dancers on the street. There's, you know, uh, apparently at one point they eat a giant banana split like um, (laughs) which is like. Oh yeah, the b- kids go to diners and eat giant banana splits. I guess that was a thing in the 80s. Um, but yeah, it's just the the performances are are just perfect for this type of movie cuz it, it's like fun throughout. It's really dumb. Um, but as Dan said, some of the line delivery and uh, the lines written are just I'm so glad they happened. Um, the the, the fact that um You know, uh, like I had some weird, strange moments watching this. Like I got excited when they walked out of a Popeye's for some reason. Like my my mind went, holy shit, there's a Popeye's here (laughs) for some reason. Um, That's just how invested I was in this movie. Um, Yeah, I I highly recommend this. Um, um, It's definitely going to be a movie um, in, in a personal way that I'm going to suggest to my sister who absolutely adores Airborne and just show her, this is a better movie <laughs> about these things. Um But yeah, the, the really dumb uh, Romeo and Juliet stuff was, you could really tell that's where they drew it from with the whole, you know, he's like, you know, you can only, essentially just saying you can only date daggers. Mm-hmm. Um And the fact that their name was daggers was sure. too on the nose. I don't know if that's in the trivia that they, Were like like that was the inspiration for it and not just a trope Um, because just using little things like that maybe I'm overthinking it but um, there's just so much in this movie and it's one of the better ones we've watched in a while
0: yeah Um, three put them on the board Uh, I agree completely with you guys I love this movie it was so much fun so glad I picked it Uh, the music was great we got meatloaf we got. A cameo by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They, we've got, uh, who else? Who was El Devo was on the soundtrack? Yeah, this, the the, the soundtrack, the, the skateboarding, the thrashing, I guess you could say. Awesome. The fact that there is a non-zero chance that David Lynch has seen this movie and loved it because two of the actresses would go on to be in Twin Peaks. Fantastic. Just imagine David Lynch watching this shit. Yeah, it's a great time. I loved it. Couldn't uh, everything that I wanted it to be when I saw the the description on Amazon Prime? It's Like this is the movie, and it
1: did not disappoint. I you love so uh, pretty much like the the whole premise of the movie is there's two rival gangs in L.A. and they're they're both skateboarding gang, and it's like they're they're battling out for supremacy of the area. Now you would think when you're talking about two gangs, they're they're both like rough and tumble or whatever. One gang, the Daggers, is like grown men. <laughs> and, yes. And then the gang that our hero, Josh Brolin's character, is a part of has like children in it. <laughs> yep. who's...
0: It's like four dudes. Four dudes from the valley.
1: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. like, come on, who's going to win? Super... Yeah, There's the Daggers has grown men who are, you know, they probably number 10 to 12 of them. Yeah. And the other ones are just like a couple kids. It's yeah. not really a fair fight. Yeah, they probably deal drugs out of that house. Oh, it's a yeah. mess. That That's a frat house, right? That, uh, that I think it's more like a house. Flop, house. <laughs> flop house. I think it's more like a flop house. It's probably more accurate. You, do uh, you I think, think snow films have been uh, filmed there?
0: I think Velvet was uh, tying off in the bathroom <laughs> in uh, some of these scenes where you don't see her. Um, yeah.
1: It's, it's a fucking mess. Yeah.
0: So, what a great movie, though. It's so much fun. Oh, like, phenomenal. I gladly watched this twice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I started, I watched it once, and then I started watching it again. I got about halfway through, Uh, I I got to the part, well, more than halfway through, I got to the part where Chrissy leaves, so pretty much the the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the downhill after that. Yeah, so good. (laughs) So, Thrashin'
0: from 1986, directed by David Winters, who's a British director that started off as an actor, most notably in West Side Story. Also directed Mission Kill, Rage to Kill, Codename Vengeance, and Space Mutiny. Stars Josh Brolin, Robert Russler, Pamela Gidley, Brooke McCarter, Chuck McCann, Tony Alva, Sherilyn Fenn, Josh Richmond, Brett Marks, Tony Hawk, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It has an IMB score of 6.5 and a Rotten Tomato score of nothing, but it has 71%
3: audience score. And I couldn't find the budget or box office numbers for this. Yeah, there's... Two things about this movie. Once I love it, but one, the only thing that I would love better, and and probably the one thing Airborne has over it, is that the Devil's Backbone is a much better name than the L.A. Massacre. The L.A. Massacre. In terms, <laughs> in terms of hills to go down. Sure. Um, and and the other one is looking up um, all the actor act the actors in this movie. Um, it was fun that apparently randomly two of the actors in the movie ended up in Twin Peaks stuff.
1: Yeah, that's that's what right. it was saying, right? Uh was it a Pamela yeah. like Gidley was in it? Yeah. And Sherilyn Finn. Finn. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. Just I was just adding on to that point. It's just like thrashing, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's just it just shows what in that time period or at least maybe I'm wrong in my thinking, but um that young actors kind of just got thrown in these movies, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like, "Hey, you need a couple credits on your belt. They're doing some skateboarding movie in LA. Go go do it for like 2 days, you know." Right. It it like it doesn't look like there's like a a long term thinking to a career, um, mm-hmm. at least during this time period. Right.
0: I was a- David Lynch probably sitting at home saying, "Oh, I like that girl Velvet. Let's get <laughs> her on my in my TV show." <laughs> that's my
3: that's my David Lynch impression. I thought he was with and, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna ask you why you weren't why you didn't lead with that, Aunt, that, <laughs> that, that he was here.
1: It's pretty spot on. You got to go back and listen to him give his weather reports. <laughs> I was really bummed to hear that uh, Pamela Gidley had passed away in uh, yeah, like, like 2018, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, she was young. Yeah, and she was pretty good in the, like the the acting was pretty good in this movie overall. I I wasn't. Like, because this is the kind of movie where you would think, all right, you have Josh Brolin, who's, you know, he's not yet a powerhouse, but he's, you know, he's coming off Goonies. So he, mm-hmm. he has a big movie under his belt already, like, you know, Mark was saying, but he's clearly the better, the better actor out of anybody. But mm-hmm. no one really, no one distracts you and thinks like, man,
3: that was bad. They, everyone was pretty I, good. Even even Bozo has some history. He's in Bad News Bears. That's so. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I knew I uh, recognized like his face a little bit, and I'm like, "What is?" He? And then it looks up, and he's in all like all the bad news bears movies. Oh. Uh, okay. like, yeah. And uh, Robert Rustler
0: from Nightmare on Elm Street Two, we've covered yeah. before. It,
3: yeah, he was the one. He was the one I knew outside of Bro yeah. and Go.
0: Yeah, and of course, Tony Hawk was in Gleaning the Cube that we've covered, yeah. and Flea was in Motorama.
1: Yeah you You had mentioned the um oh is is Robert Russler the best friend in a Nine yeah, Man- okay, yeah, he's the one yeah. who gets killed when uh, they they have like the the pool party, right he I think they're in the bedroom together right and he
0: and that's when that's when Freddie comes out of uh, the kid uh,
1: okay, yes, you're right. Uh, you mentioned the soundtrack, and i mm-hmm. was I was hoping the only song that would play was thrashing by Meatloaf. <laughs> Oh, That that song is awesome. I loved every second of it. <laughs> Tracking in the USA, man. I love... Oh, man. It, it, I had no idea it was Meat loaf Me neither.
0: No idea was no, it, it was Meat loaf It didn't sound no like
1: idea. him at all. Yeah. But according yeah. to IMDb, it's him, and I, I think in the credits, they, I mean, he's It's credited. in the credits, too, performed by Meat yeah. loaf
3: yeah. yeah. Unreal. The, uh, the, the, the most ridiculous part, and remind you of when this movie was made... Was that they just announced the Red Hot Chili Peppers as like this skater punk band before? Yeah, they were was, like, oh, I know you. Yeah,
0: this was the this was around the time of their second album, but this is before yeah. uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. So yeah, and by five years or so, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think I think one of the songs they performed, I think I've heard before. In this, this is during Ketus's heroin days, no doubt. Yeah, it looked like yeah, it forget. very much. I'd, so. I'd have to look through the the soundtrack, but yeah, it was like they. It was like. It was like if that band from um, the uh, the well, we never released this episode, but the uh, from the Vendetta movie, you know, <laughs> ended up becoming superstar rock and rollers. Right. Like that's the equivalent to the Red Hot Chili Peppers in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like just some band from L.A. that they threw on here because they needed a musical band.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now they're huge. Now you yep. can't turn on an alternative radio station without hearing them at least yeah. once. And it's always under but, the bridge. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was still under the bridge at this point. Very much yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Very, unfortunately. I, I was, uh I, obviously, I liked the whole dynamic of, you know, you get the West Side story, the Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. But I, I liked how they, they played it up where, like, the love, the, the romance didn't take forefront of the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it was all about thrashing, it, it stood it was. true yeah. to the message. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> that that's what was great. Like, yeah, it, it helped. Chrissy was almost like the Adrian of Thrashin, right? Where sure. Corey is obviously Rocky, and he's he's training. <laughs> he's training for this L.A. uh murder. What is it? L.A. massacre. This yeah, yep. whole downhill thing, and he kind of needs her in his corner at one point. So. It's it's like every, you know, Rocky's one through four, right? He he sucks until Adrian's in his corner and then he gets into the montage and that's kind of what happens here. It's it's the tried and true 80s trend.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, There is one thing I, I would say. I found
0: the LA massacre kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Just, I think just in how they filmed it, it's just, it doesn't seem all that fast <laughs>
3: <Really>? <laughs> well, you didn't see that cop speed radar gun at the end <laughs> oh what? well
1: i did but do i believe it is a different question
3: <laughs>
1: you bring up a good point mark because I, I had written down in my notes it's 63 how do you not make it 69 yeah how don't even make well, it that wasn't 60s. a thing
3: back then yeah.
1: oh 69 wasn't a thing well, well no, Ar- no, Ar- Ernest Ar- 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 Ar-
0: Ar- didn't invent it yet <laughs> that's yeah. right. remember Ar- remember
1: wow what a callback was that ernest goes to school that was ernest saves christmas Saves christmas okay damn that was quite the callback sir
0: (laughs) uh yeah uh but i i feel like it would have been more interesting if it was like the pool competition was the final thing you You know know. that would have been good too yeah so you have that moment of like he finishes and they're waiting for like the scores to go up you know right and boom 92 oh he won by point four points yeah or you
1: know, and, with a broken hand yes there you go right they could have done it where he's he's on his um his run he dropped the jacks the the, the uh the dagger flunkies they dropped the jacks he breaks his arm I'm like oh well listen man like it, it's it's you, you, you can't do this you, you got to four things like no fuck that man i'm going in there broken arm or no broken arm and he he guts it out i think that would have been Mm. a better ending yeah but otherwise that's really my only complaint this movie this is a whole lot of fun yeah real quick one last thing Mm -hmm. i kind of didn't like the i guess was it the b or the c storyline where josh brolin's character is kind of fighting he's competing for a sponsorship yeah i I thought that was a little off it it doesn't ruin the movie but i felt it kind of undercut the whole idea of just like, yeah, you know, we're just we're just a bunch of skaters from the yeah. valley and we're just trying to make a name for ourselves in a way. Right.
0: I think I think that's a thing, though, in the skateboarding world is to get like sponsors to go to these shows and to promote the. So right. I, I guess in that in that circle, it makes a lot more sense. It's it's something that in this movie does not play a big part in it at all. Mm-hmm. He meets the guy once and then he at the end, the guy shows back up. Right. So it's definitely underdeveloped and not like a real dramatic part of it, but I can see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. If if it had been more in the forefront, I think it would have been a, yeah. it would have made a little bit more sense. But like you said, he meets the guy twice and it's just kind of there.
0: Yeah. It's an added bonus of winning, of winning this downhill. Right.
3: Yeah. It, it, it Before I looked it up, because I don't think he's a real um, person, but before i looked that up um i thought it was like oh this must be the guy that funded the movie like oh. it's his skateboarding company funded the movie so of course they're competing for his his sponsorship nah. you know but
0: sam flood yeah was he a real guy no oh, okay he's an actor
3: yeah yeah when i looked it up I, when you know i looked as was to i was like oh okay well the, i guess it's just a thing like early skateboarding was all about getting sponsorships you know to try to make it legit yeah you know
1: I like how they called him a geese who's the geese <laughs> oh man i love that lingo there you go some great lingo He
0: did a lot of voiceover work the guy that played sam flood chuck mean? mccann died in 2018 wow. That's
1: pretty cool so there's uh this was a pretty good cast
0: yeah all seem to go do things sherilyn fenn obviously yeah uh and i think I, I think i was reading that the first choice for josh brolin's character was johnny depp i saw that that makes sense yeah, yeah. pretty
1: cool Want to get into the plot? Yeah, let's do it. Let's. Damn, what you got for us? Okay, friends, you know where I'm going with this. I say it every week. And if you haven't done it by now, shame on you. Go follow our good friends, Tia and Brittany, over at Geek Vibes Nation, GVNation.com. Their podcast, Top 10 with Tia, Coffee Break with Tia, Tea Time with Tia. I think she's got like 50 pop. They're awesome. We love them. Go check them out uh at TCStark on Twitter at Itty Bitty Brit on Twitter, uh, Twitter. And again, just go to GVNation.com, search uh, Top Ten with Tia, give him a follow.
0: Okay, great. And we are going to take a quick break, and you guys are going to listen to some messages from Friends of the Podcast, and we will be back in a second. Hey, everyone, this is Steve.
1: And this is Adam.
0: And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast,
1: Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast.
0: Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So, whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on
3: Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. Oh, hi, didn't see
0: you there.
3: in philly and i'll see you boils and ghouls over there and
0: welcome back now it's time to get into the plot of thrashin we open on some abstract shots of skaters using the dirtiest fucking lens ever then we cut to josh brolin's bedroom as his alarm goes off and he gets ready brushing his teeth brushing his fantastic 80s mullet continues getting ready as meatloaf's thrashin plays and then he skateboards off his roof and heads out on the town. And it's just a montage.
3: Okay. Quick question. And I probably answered my own question as I was thinking about it here. But was he like did everybody know he was leaving at that time? Or was he like sneaking out? Like that like having a skate ramp there it would precede you from and using it from actually sneaking away. I think Well, he's got the he's
0: got the notes yeah. on the bathroom okay. mirror
1: from his mom. Oh, okay. But yeah, where, where yeah. His, uh, his bag is and all that. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it was a planned trip.
3: Yeah. Okay. Because I was just like, that's a weird way to sneak out of the house. <laughs> but it fits this movie.
0: <laughs> yep. And then it's just a montage of him traveling through L.A. into Venice Beach as the credits roll. He makes it to his friend's house. So it was set up a trailer in his backyard for Corey, who is Josh Brolin, to stay at while they train and get ready for the competition. Corey and his friend set up a half pipe. And then they all try to decide who gets to ride it first and they decide Corey gets to. So we got another montage. Okay. So
3: it's the way they explain away the fact that they could build a half pipe. Is that thing later on that that one kid goes to shop class? Is that like the so, way? right? <laughs> because I don't, I don't, I don't know th- if I would trust, you know, th- those kids to engineer a, a half pipe correctly.
0: I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a lot of DIY in the skateboard community. yeah. i feel like maybe
3: i'm not giving them the credit
0: yeah i feel like you at there at some point you've tried to build you know yeah and it probably wasn't nearly as good as this but they've tried they've probably failed plenty of times and this is like the culmination of all those tries
1: and fails got it i would say does yeah does anyone like work are they are they too young to work that is a good question of how old are these people
0: supposed to be i have no idea so Chrissy is in college, so I assumed that they're all around college age, with the exception of Hook being older. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm placing Hook at like 25. I think that's a good placing. Idea. Chris Chrissy at 21. So I'm assuming that Josh Brolin is right around 21, 22.
1: Right, because Hook has a house and he he lives yeah. with other people, Wh- but yeah, which they're totally dealing drugs out and of, and they're definitely not getting their security deposit back, most assuredly.
3: Yeah. I, I- <laughs> I I had the thought that they own that house.
1: Do you think it's like passed down I, from family?
3: Yeah. I so I thought
0: I thought both he and his sister are from Indiana and this is him like going out on his own and making something of himself, which isn't much, which is nothing really.
3: Yeah, it, the, the only reason I say that is cuz they are very blatantly doing things that uh, even the most absentee landlord would notice. Them doing. Oh, you're talking about
0: the the safety
3: deposit. Sure. Yeah. 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 They,
0: they, he owns it with like 12
1: other people.
3: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like they definitely are not renting um, because the neighbors would already have them kicked out. I was just going to say that
1: they're, they're throwing parties, so they probably. Driving the property values down. That's for (laughs) sure. That's very true. Yeah. They're, they're definitely a nuisance in the neighborhood, I'd imagine. Yeah. I was just curious, how, we do, get another how mo- do they afford it? I have no idea. They, skating? I,
0: I'm i assuming it's the drugs. There's yeah, they, it's gotta, they have yeah. to be dealing drugs. So, yeah, There has to be some economy coming in, and that's the only thing I could think of. Was velvets turning tricks.
1: Ooh, I don't want to think
0: that, but you're right. So we get another montage as the guys test out the half pipe, and there's some pretty good skateboarding photography here for an obvious low-budget movie. I especially like the part where it's obviously a person with a camera on a skateboard following the skateboarder.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We then cut to the guys driving to the beach. They ogle some skate beddies, as they call them, before the Daggers show up, led by Hook. Daggers are a gang of skateboarding toughs that don't mind hassling the man with their sweet skateboarding tricks and vaguely leather daddy fashion sense.
3: I, I think they missed an opportunity to give him a better name that matched with Dagger than than Hook.
1: Yeah. Should have been Cloak.
3: Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Cloak
1: yeah. and Dagger, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, like, I feel like there's a there's a Captain Hook reference here that we're not getting yeah like they're like he, they're the that. lost boys like if they were the lost boys and he was captain hook mm.
1: i don't know man it's it's weird and it's not a first of all none of them are intimidating whatsoever but no hook is not an intimidating name no even the, the only way it's intimidating is if you actually have a hook right <laughs> and he does not he's a good looking guy yep. so i don't i i think that was just uh, you know, misguided youth. Like call me Hook. You know, that's badass. It, it's... Man,
3: you guys see Peter Pan before? What's <laughs> right.
1: <much> more <laughs> badass than that?
0: So the daggers hit the boardwalk, and then hassle some break dancers, telling them that breaking is a memory, and just shame <laughs> them.
3: So rude. <laughs> <laughs> do, the do, do you guy. think? Do you think if Tobro and own no went and saw this in theaters, <laughs> they walked out at this point? <laughs> yeah like
0: like breakdancers and skateboarders can't coexist. <laughs>
3: they right. totally different things. Don't even get them started on inline skaters. <laughs> well that I could see. That
1: sucks. Let let me let's be clear. The breakdancing piss poor. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was nothing to write home about.
1: No, they, like they're popping locking and it's it's it leaves much to be desired, folks. <laughs> it, it's it would be like watching us pop and lock. It's very bad. Yeah. Almost it's borderline embarrassing. <laughs>
0: Uh, so our hero crew shows up at the boardwalk and watches some skaters shred in the path to the extreme they start skating around but then one of cory's friends says that maybe they shouldn't be here because this is daggers territory cory scoffs and then starts thrashing the daggers quarter pipe and then leaves
1: that's like throwing down the gauntlet right yep that's Mm -hmm. skater that's skater talk for like i just brought it
0: it's like shitting in someone else's pool that's what he did basically
1: okay yes damn
3: yeah without um (laughs) running the comparison i wonder if this was the since tony hawk is in this movie if this school and all they're skating by was an inspiration for a level in tony hawk that looked kind of similar or um maybe yeah because i couldn't really tell everything but just certain aspects of like ah that reminds me of you know the school level in tony hawk one why
1: now that you mention it why wasn't Josh Brolin an unlockable character? in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, Corey. Corey. You just can unlock
3: Wolverine and Spider Man, but not uh, <laughs> not Corey. So a red
1: a
0: red hoodie and no shirt underneath.
3: Yeah. The, <laughs> the funniest part is if we go back to those games and there is a character called Corey and we just didn't <laughs> see it the whole time. Yeah, we just We didn't draw the connection. <laughs>
0: He then watches a skater do some freestyle tricks as a crowd looks on, and the Corey notices a clean-cut cute blonde in the crowd who notices him too, which makes sense because they're easily the best-looking people in this crowd. <laughs> but then Sherilyn Fenn comes to up to Chrissy with her three-foot-high hair to drag her back to her brother. Turns out that Chrissy is the sister of Hook, the leader of the Daggers, and she's visiting from Indiana. Then on the drive home, Bozo is driving, but there's no AC in his car, so his friends start complaining. So Bozo says that his dad convinced him not to get a convertible. So then the guys convince him to let them solder off the roof and turn it into a convertible, which he immediately regrets. But then they give him a really gnarly paint job and turn it into a skate cruiser.
1: Real quick. I love the graffiti Mm -hmm. in this movie. Did you notice any of it? Mm, Don't remember it. So the best one by far is when, uh, Corey shreds the, the the daggers half pipe and (laughs) On the half pipe, it says, fuck you, dick. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, who is that to? Right. Who, who is the dick? I don't, I don't know. Uh, and in the car, when they, when they do the paint job on the car, it says, sorry, dad, on it.
0: <laughs> I did see that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oops, sorry, dad. That's kind of out of place, I think. That's not something someone who thrashes would do. Yeah.
0: I think it says the Bose Mobile or something on it, too.
1: The hose. yeah it does i think you're right
0: <laughs> so then chrissy heads over to her brother's house which they are obviously selling drugs out of and there's some weird incest vibes going on between hook and chrissy maybe i was just picking I up have on the that.
1: same thing
0: they <laughs> have their sexual chemistry between them yeah that would have been interesting
1: <laughs> this movie took that turn <laughs> well i at first i thought that they were dating right that, that would be the obvious choice mm-hmm. yeah but he's a little too he's a little too hands-on Right? Very much. Yeah, he's, he's very aggressive. And, he's yeah. an aggressive And now guy.
3: your theory makes her line later in the movie sound even more creepy when she says, he's been like this since we were kids. <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> and then Hook gets some fashion advice from Chrissy about his earrings. Meanwhile, Corey and his crew are also getting ready to go to a party. Crew goes to some skater club where the band's playing and people doing freestyle tricks in the club. One of Corey's friends gets all his outside booze confiscated.
3: <laughs> that, I, that actually made me chuckle that scene it's funny he's like is that it <laughs> and
1: he looks up the bad. bartender <laughs> the bartender has a pretty good line and he was like are you gonna start your own bar or something <laughs> <laughs> and the daggers show up and they act like they
0: own the place and the red hot chili peppers start playing as Corey sees chrissy and something called the thrash bash happens but it's not entirely clear what that means but while everyone is distracted by this thrash bash in a heroin era, Anthony Kiedis, Corey pulls Chrissy out of the club to have a talk.
3: Every time you say the word thrash or thrash, and I just want to, I, I, Dan's from where I was just in my head, and I just want to keep saying, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. Every time. This, you, this is the scene. What are you thrashing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Chrissy feels like a fish out of water at the club, saying she's used to frat parties. And Corey says, ah, they're just thrashing. This whole exchange about what do you got comes up. Then she tells him that the only reason she's hanging out with the daggers is because Hook is her brother. Then he asks her if she wants to try a skateboard, and she shows off that she actually has been on a board before. But uh, didn't look like the didn't look like the actress was gonna land that turn though. They cut away like pretty quick <laughs> when she does. <laughs> so Corey tells her that he's currently training for the LA downhill, and she says Hook is doing it too. And then we have another montage as Corey and Chrissy go to a carnival and walk Hollywood Boulevard. They stay out all night and they have to rush home because Corey has a pool competition and Chrissy is going to get in trouble with Hook. The first time I watched this, I thought pool competition meant billiards. I was like, man, how are they shoehorning billiards into this now? He hustles on the side. Yeah, that's how he makes his money. They can afford that trailer. Chrissy goes back home and sure enough, Hook starts giving her the third degree about where she was last night. He tells her that he has to look at he has to look after her. And she says that she's the one looking after him because their mom is worried about him, probably because of all the drugs he's been dealing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> allegedly it, it's, it's definitely uh i guess you could say it's read between the lines yeah
0: she apologizes and then tells him that she was out with cory from the valley which pisses him off because he only wants her hanging out with daggers which is kind of also incestuous i don't mind dudes fucking my my sister as long as it's <laughs> a
1: dagger yeah, that's almost like conan the barbarian level of weird right where you know you're part of this tribe. You can only fuck within this tribe. Mm-hmm. If I catch you going out with anyone else, it's like instant death. Yeah, you've got to fuck Monk, who's my right hand man. Yeah, I guess he's. Which is also weird. Like if you're if you're playing wingman, you should never play wingman to your sister. Yeah. Right. Like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hook you up with my sister. Ew, gross. <laughs> <Don't> do that.
0: <laughs> and then Corey goes to the pool competition. Tony Hawk plays one of the skaters here. Corey cory watches the other skaters when we get a montage of some thrashing and then cory drops in and he's tearing the pool apart as the announcer says until the daggers show up and one of them throws some ball bearings into the pool cory felt the uh, Cory i almost said cory feldman cory wipes out <laughs> and needs to go to the medical tent
3: you, you would the one thing is the crowd so loud that they didn't hear ball bearings hit the metal or ceramic pool Not even loud. it's broad daylight.
1: (laughs) There's hundreds of people there. Yeah.
0: Like no, like the sec the the next skateboarder is at the very least gonna notice (laughs) as the same thing happens to him. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Corey and his friends lament those dastardly daggers tricks, and then Corey sees Sam Flood, the owner of Smash Skateboards. Corey goes talk to Sam Flood, and Sam says he likes his style and tells
3: him to come see him and he'll give him a tour of the factory. So it does yeah. exactly that. Go ahead. yeah, before before they go on the tour of the factory and had very much like, this is how I lured young children to my van
0: <laughs> with <Vise>. t-shirts, <laughs> skateboard and t-shirts. So he does exactly that. And Flood shows him some prototypes of boards and wheels and basically tells him if he wins the downhill, Flood will sponsor him. Then we get a montage of Corey and his friends hassling the normies on Hollywood Boulevard, skating all over the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And they go to Popeye's and get some Popeye's. And then they yeah. try to scam on some girls in the parking lot.
3: Uh, that, that was the, the montage of them on Hollywood Boulevard was great because you knew it was guerrilla filmmaking for that. Mm, yeah. Just by some of the looks, like when they start falling over each other. Yeah. It, it was, you was could tell perfect.
0: those You could tell those tourists were not too pleased.
3: Yeah. That's what I mean at,
1: when I said at the beginning, I completely understand why uh, boomers hated uh, skateboarders. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty obnoxious. But again, yeah. it's like it's harmless fun. Unless you're uh, I, a dagger. Can imagine, right? I can imagine myself getting in like, God damn these kids.
0: Teens.
1: Get out of my way, goddamn it.
0: <laughs> like guys, I'm I'm just on my lunch break. I need I just <laughs> I need to get by.
1: Right. Trying to make my way to the bank or something. Already having a shitty day, stuck yeah. in traffic, delay traffic.
3: Go by and they make him drop his fries, which is his only lunch for the day. <laughs> right?
1: And, the, and oh, that's man. when the, the, that person just decides to end it all.
3: Yeah, that's the beginning of falling down. <laughs> 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 you
1: ever see the, uh, sometimes people post it on social media, like, you know, someone smiled at me today and that's what I needed to continue on. Little did that person know i was having a bad day all it takes is a smile this is the exact opposite where (laughs) this person was on like hanging by a thread and they had you know whatever they had something trivial fries i'd mark and these kids just come by you know with their shenanigans (laughs) knock over the fries and they're like that's it that's the straw that (laughs) broke the family back
0: (laughs) Yep. yeah the guy was like God, give me a sign of why I shouldn't kill myself. <laughs> but it happens, is like, well, it was a sign, but not the one I was looking for. <laughs> <You're right. laughs>
1: Message received, loud and clear. <laughs> uh,
0: meanwhile, Corey gives a call to Chrissy, but Hook answers. and Hook tells Corey that Chrissy is going to be busy for the rest of the summer, so don't bother calling again. And if he sees him with Chrissy again, he's a dead man. probably means that she's banging all the daggers for the rest of the summer. But
1: imagine so he if he hangs said up that. On Corey.
0: she's gonna be just knee deep and dagger dick
1: (laughs) she's getting plaid by my boy (laughs) back off bud
0: later Corey skates over to the dagger flop house and sneaks around to see the daggers randomly beating on each other in the living room (laughs) he tries to climb a tree to see if he can climb into a second floor bedroom and then he slips and winds up grabbing a branch and he's stuck there and chrissy comes out and makes fun of him for falling then Cheryl and Fenn catches them and tells Chrissy to get Corey out of here before Hook sees. So Corey and Chrissy go to a diner, and after housing a five-gallon bowl of ice cream, Chrissy freaks out because a couple of daggers show up in the middle of Corey explaining his terrible idea for a skateboard design, so she sneaks out without the daggers noticing her and Corey follows. They head back to his trailer and he shows his terrible sketches for his design, and then they fuck.
3: Remind me, because you watched this twice. Um, mm-hmm. When she says, let's get out of here, I'll explain why. She never explains why, correct? I think it's just
0: like, they're the daggers, and her brother doesn't want to see her. I don't even know if it really needed more explanation okay. than she said at the table. But
3: but it but just felt like something that might, like a scene was cut out or something.
0: Yeah, like, it might have been. But there was yeah. there was no full, fuller explanation than what she says at the table.
3: Yeah, okay, you. So, Alright, Then they could have cut that part where it was just like, let's get out of here. More. Okay. Right. Right. Just I, think it, I think that's just a way of segueing
1: to them fucking. Yeah, yeah let, that's
0: what she means. Here. I'll yeah. explain means I'm yeah. going to
1: fuck your brains out if we leave right now. Yeah,
3: yeah no. No questions yeah. asked. Yeah, I do have to appreciate them making Josh Groland do the gratuitous uh, shirt taking off nudity that happened in 80s <laughs> films in, 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 instead of the girl.
0: Her behind him? like. Yeah.
3: There and then, taking it off
0: for
1: the camera. Yeah. Hey, yeah. listen. You know, and it, to be fair, he looks to good in fair. this movie. Oh, he looks good in this movie. No, yeah, he's got yeah, he got abs for days, man. Yeah, he he's sun-kissed skin. He's got the awesome '80s the, the the mullet thing going on. He he's living his best life out in L.A. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I just love that you could put this scene side by side with any gratuitous nudity, and it's the same camera shot. Yeah, Same thing, except it's just the guy in the front. How old is this 23, oh, Wow, 23, 24.
0: Super young now. He was like 18. Oh, okay. Now it's kind of weird that I said he looked good in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was born in 68. So he might have been 17 when he made this
2: movie. Ooh.
0: My math is wrong. Yeah. I don't think my math is wrong at all. Yeah. No. Okay. Now 27
3: uh-huh. would be 95.
0: Oh. Yeah. All right. So... They fuck, and after he walks her back to her brother's house, and she tells him to call her tomorrow, and then Corey heads home with a post-coital thrash on his board. But Hook and his daggers see him, and they start thrashing after him, seemingly all over the city, till they wind up in a parking garage and
1: out again. I think I, I love this scene. I think one of the daggers dies in this scene.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? One of them goes flying off the parking garage.
0: Yes, he does. Yes,
3: yeah, but, and. Did they not lose a person after? Like, I remember the guy flying, them, and I think it was the same amount of daggers still following him.
0: I I couldn't tell how many people were in the daggers. Okay. It was all over the place. <laughs> I felt like. <laughs> I thought yeah, there was just...
3: four following him. Then they then the scene we're talking about where the one dies and it cuts back and there's still four following. Him. I don't know. It's, it's an undisclosed number. <laughs> they just keep coming. They they keep spawning.
1: Yeah, they're, they're like the immortals from Three Hundred. One dies and another one pops up to take its place. <laughs> Daggers never die, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then Corey hitches a ride on a city bus, and when it stops, Hook gets on and tries to look for him, but he doesn't see him, so he leaves because Corey is actually on the roof of the bus.
3: No idea how he got up there.
0: Nope. I'm assuming maybe there's one of those emergency exits on the top of the bus, like in the school it bus. Has to
3: be, and, but it blends in perfectly with the top of the bus?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then Monk, one of the daggers, tells Hook that they know where the ramp is, so then they go over to where the, they built the ramp, and the daggers burn it down. Next morning, our crew sees the ramp burnt down and they go to pay the daggers a visit. They get to the house and they call out Monk and Corey's friend Tyler starts kicking Monk's ass, but then Hook hops off his porch and cheap shots Tyler in the dick and Ben beats the shit out of him.
3: Yeah, not adding to his badass thing here, Vice, him needing to start the fight by kicking Tyler in the dick.
1: Yeah. Real quick, in my mind, and I don't know how you feel about this, guys. I kind of thought Hook was almost a good character up until this point because he, he hasn't done anything. He's kind of like he's given Corey a bit of a hard time but by being an overprotective brother. So as I have two younger sisters. I get it. You right. Know, when, when there's a bunch of strange dick out there and they're all honing in. You know, Hook's no fool. He knows Chrissy's an attractive lady. So right. obviously, he does, <laughs> right? <laughs> Him more than he needs, anyone he needs to know less. Of that. <laughs> he's been like that since a kid, like you said. <laughs> so, but I, I get it because so he's trying to protect her. I thought, but now this is when douchebag Hook comes out in like the second act.
0: Yeah, I think the chase through all of LA then burning down the ramp and how this is is his downfall yep. yeah is his heel turn as you would say
1: yeah th- this is that's yes. exactly when he becomes the heel
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Corey, who was slowed down slowed up by the youngest member of the
1: crew shows
0: up and tells hook the fight is between the two of them and hook and cory almost come to blows but chrissy gets between them and hook challenges Corey to a joust that night and cruise cory uh, Corey's crew leaves Chrissy tries to convince Corey not to joust right before the downhill, but Corey says it's too late for that, and she can't get any info about what the joust actually is from her brother or his girlfriend, Velvet. So then we get another montage, as everyone prepares to head over for the joust, which mostly consists of Daggers putting on war paint and Corey just putting on a hoodie. They show up at the jousting location, and the Daggers looking like they're in a Mad Max movie, and the joust consists of Hook and Corey riding back and forth swinging what looks to be a nunchuck with a sack on the end of it um, it's almost like a mace
3: yeah, yeah I, I was hoping that it was an it was going to be an actual joust <laughs> on horseback no 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 meaning like they had big like uh, jousting sticks uh, jousting sticks <laughs> whatever they're called <laughs> yeah I,
1: I have in my notes that this should be an olympic sport <laughs> jousting should skateboard jousting should be a sport <laughs>
0: and the sack must have something strong in it because they each trade some back-and-forth hits until they eventually give up on the conceit and just have a good old-fashioned fist fight.
1: Uh, here's the thing. At many times, I was, I'm was unclear of the rules of jousting, so if, if anyone out there who listens has jousted before mm-hmm. and knows, please fill us in, but several times, they attack each other off of their skateboards.
0: Yeah, it did not seem like it was like, oh, well, I knocked you off your board, I win. It right. was more like just a, a roundabout excuse to just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> like, who can deal the most punishment? Yeah. Corey pulls out Hook's earring and then Hook gets on top of Corey and hits him with the jousting stick, breaking Corey's arm. And the cops show up just so, every, so everybody scatters. Uh, the next morning, Chrissy shows up to Corey's trailer to see how he's doing. Corey acts like she's the one that broke his arm. And he tells her he can't do it downhill with a broken arm. She mentions that she might go back to Indiana. They fight. And Chrissy leaves in a huff, but then Corey realizes that he was acting like an ass and then runs after her, but it's too late. She's gone. Chrissy goes back to Hooks, who was in the middle of entertaining his buddies with some righteous air guitar moves. Chrissy tells (laughs) Hook that she's going back to Indiana and that he ruined everything that Corey worked for just
1: because of a game, quote unquote. That was what all that's all that you had to do in the 80s. Was either thrashing (laughs) or playing air guitar? (laughs) He was
0: really playing that air guitar, too.
1: Yeah, no, listen, he was, he had his solo. He was really going for it. He was, yeah, uh, he was rocking out. He, and the funny thing is he, at, he he tells, when Chrissy comes, he's like, Chrissy, you just missed me w- with my, like, righteous solo. Like, who gives a shit, dude?
0: It's not his <laughs> real guitar. You just missed my performance or something performance. like that.
1: performance. What performance? The air gu- I remember when I was in high school, I would, like, during class, sometimes when I got bored, I would play the air guitar, and my teacher would yell at me. Hey, am I like, am I boring you, Mr. Aquino? Like, oh, sorry, sorry, didn't mean to. This guy is like proud of it. He <laughs> missed my, my awesome my awesome performance, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Did you do the air guitar like
0: you were kind of like practicing guitar? Like you know how like people that golf on the weekends all of a sudden they just start <laughs> when they talk to you they'll just all of a sudden start getting into their golf swing
1: from Which randomly. I do, and I don't golf. But, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, like I would just be—I would be sitting in like English class. I'll—I'll I'll never forget. I was English in English class, honors English. Got to you know pat myself on the back there. Honors English, uh, junior year, and I was just sitting. I was pretending like I was playing while my guitar gently weeps the solo to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> so I'm I'm doing the whole thing, and my teacher goes, "Am I boring you, Mr. Aquino?" Oh, sorry. Sorry, and I I was very embarrassed because, as one should be when they get caught (laughs) playing the air guitar, obviously. Yeah. Not Like, Hook is so into himself, and his cronies are so into him, and they definitely inflate his ego where that's considered cool.
0: Yeah. So Chrissy goes to pack her suitcase, and Velvet tries to convince her to stay, but she's not having it. Velvet goes to get something out of her trunk when Corey thrashes up, asking to speak with Chrissy. But Velvet lies and says that she just dropped Chrissy off at the bus station and that she was in hysterics when she got home. And then she basically tells Corey to hit the bricks. All of this happening while Chrissy is very clearly standing in her bedroom window, which is wide open, meaning Corey should be able to see Chrissy and vice versa. And they could also have a conversation with each other from these positions. You should be able to hear. Yep. It's like, oh, is that Corey? (laughs) And Velvet's like, no, just some other guy. Or just some a other, nobody, just some so, nobody from the valley. The mother thrasher. <laughs> Later, Corey tries to drink away the pain of losing Chrissy and breaking his arm with his buddies, who try to tell him to forget about Chrissy. And Corey tells them that he's going to still going to do the LA massacre despite the broken arm. And then instead of Velvet Hook drives Chrissy to the bus station. And he doesn't quite apologize more than he just explains that he was only trying to protect her. And he gets crazy when guys start sniffing around her. She tells him that she's not a little girl anymore and she doesn't need a bodyguard. He drops her off at the bus station and she leaves.
3: That didn't look like a bus station. Or was it just me? Uh,
0: I've seen some shitty bus stations in my yeah. life. Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: I mean have you, you going to like, I thought it was going to of one of those scenes where they pull over to stop to get something to eat or something mm-hmm. or he stops to talk to her. And then uh, Corey would go by or something like that. Uh, because it just, I don't know, just in screen bus station, I, I was just expecting another scene. Yeah. Uh, I was I was
1: so expecting and this would have I think this it might have ruined the movie for me. There there's a scene where Corey is trying to practice his skateboarding with the broken arm and he yeah. keeps getting hurt. So Chrissy's bus drives by and yep. for a split second I thought they were gonna do it where she sees him and gets off the bus. And I again I think that would have ruined the movie because that's stupid. You can't have yeah. that. Yeah.
0: You gotta bring her all the way to almost all the way to Chicago for her to get out of the bus, turn around, and go home. Such a long
3: way. Yep. Yeah, that would have been days.
0: Yeah, I don't know how she gets back in time. Yeah. I think he's I think from that when she gets on the bus, I think it's still technically like two days from the competition. So okay. it's possible.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: That's a lot of miles. Yeah. Halfway to Chicago from LA. That's... we don't exactly know how close he she gets to Chicago. She's on her way to Chicago and we do see a sign that she is at least three hundred and sixty-two miles from LA when she's on her way back. Okay. So we could assume that she probably makes it let's say a thousand miles, which is still significant.
1: Yeah, that's that's not a short distance. Yeah.
0: I think in another montage as Car- Corey starts to try and figure out how he's going to do the downhill with one arm, and Chrissy gets on the bus to Chicago. We even get a moment where Chrissy's bus passes Corey as he practices, and while on the bus, Chrissy starts going through her purse and comes across the necklace that Corey gave her in the diner. Then she gets off the bus in the middle of nowhere, starts to hitchhike back towards L.A. First, she gets a ride from a nice family in an RV Then has little luck for a while, even resorting to showing a little bit of leg. But eventually she gets picked up by a female truck driver, 362 miles exactly from Los Angeles. And I wonder if it was a specific. So the two times we see her get picked up for hitchhiking, both of them are female. And I wonder if that was a specific choice because they didn't want to insinuate that Chrissy is putting out to try and get these rides. Yeah, I think you're one hundred percent right. I, I had the same thing. There's no way, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Nobody rides for free. So. Yeah.
0: I think that I think it was a very specific choice that the the truck driver happened to be female.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: they and that was the right choice. Yeah.
0: Yes. No. Yeah. You don't want you don't want that in your head. It's like, how did Chrissy get home?
1: Right. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That would have been like, so how did you get here? Uh, I'll tell you about it later. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we have to go to the clinic. <laughs> right. yeah. I would have been here sooner, but.
0: <laughs> Hook gets ready for the downhill with some studded leather, leather arm guards and everyone else heads to the L.A. Massacre.
1: Dagger show up
0: and start hassling Corey's crew or still waiting for Corey to show up. Corey shows up at the last minute and he and Tyler go to take their place on the starting line. Then after some exposition by the race announcer, the race begins. There's just a whole lot of skateboarders going downhill with the occasional person falling off their board in hilarious fashion.
3: And and doing that terrific camera shot that I didn't know I loved until I saw it.
0: (laughs) It's not particularly cinematic, part of the reason being that it never seems like they're going particularly fast. But eventually it's down to Corey and Hook, neck and neck down the stretch until Hook wipes out and possibly almost dies as he falls off the side of the road and down a cliff. And then Corey wins. And Chrissy shows up and he gets a partnership with smash skates. And even a hook gives him his approval to date and fuck his sister. <laughs> and that is the end of thrashing. What a fun movie. Yeah.
3: yeah. Pure
0: eighties. Again, 10 out of 10 <laughs> would watch again. Yeah. It was a good time.
3: Yeah. The only thing that was missing from being a complete eighties movie would have been instead of just a uh, hook wiping out that far, would have been if Hook wiped out and then Corey went and helped him up so they could race oh, to the end.
1: Yeah, that would have been interesting.
3: I don't want to win this way, Hook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's good. I I agree. I think that would have been an interesting ending. Yeah, it's a great time. If you
0: haven't seen Thrashing, which uh, this is, I feel like there's a good chance that you haven't, and you like '80s cheese movies, definitely a one to watch.
1: Yeah. Now I have a, I have a question for you guys. I I posit a question. Uh. Fuck, marry, kill, ooh. thrashing, beaming the cube, dirt bike kid.
3: Three movies we've ah, seen, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the ooh. only one that seems morally correct is killing bike kid, because I do not <laughs> want to fuck or marry a kid. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about the child. I'm just, the ooh, movie. The movie. We're not okay. a, it has nothing to do with the kid.
1: If it makes you feel better, you can marry the dirt bike. Don't worry about it, Mark. We're not recording this.
3: <laughs> Say exactly
1: what you were planning to say.
3: (laughs) Just into my chest. and say,
1: Don't mind the hat. Just go about your business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, this is tough. I feel like I honestly, like my mind is telling me that to kill the dirt bike kid. But I got to be honest with you. If I really thought about it, I probably enjoyed that more than I enjoyed cleaning the cube. I was, was,
3: yeah, I was thinking if I had to rank them, it would be, yeah, that way. I I don't know. What ranking them would mean in fuck marry kill? Um. I think we we
1: all agreed that we weren't big fans of gleaming the cube. Yeah, yeah, so- it was fine. I think I'm marrying Thrashing.
0: Yeah, a very oh, happy marriage.
1: Okay. I've,
0: yeah, because I I th- I feel like you always approach this with be, you assume married is in a loveless un unfun marriage, and I'm I'm planning to have fun with Thrashing. Okay. I want Thrashing yeah. around forever.
3: That that was my <laughs> thought. Yes, if, if marry means thrashing thrash is around forever, then yes. And if yeah. fuck means I just get to watch Gleaming the Cube once or twice, then yes.
0: Okay. Uh, if that means I have to fuck a sentient
1: dirt bike,
3: yeah, <laughs> then
0: so be it.
1: <laughs> now that's interesting. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going I'm going a different way. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm killing dirt bike kid. Okay. I'm marrying Gleaming the Cube because there's martial arts in it. And <laughs> okay. I, I think that's something you could do on the weekends together. You know, practice your martial arts. And I'm fucking thrashing because, again, it's just there's you got Josh. Bro- oh, but he's 17 years old here. <laughs> oh. All right, so all right, I'll stay away from Josh. Remember, Brogan. it's not about the kid. That's true. I, I'm specifically just, it's making... it's just a get- movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think right because you're gonna have to, you're gonna have a lot of fun with thrashing. You're gonna be out till 3 a.m. in the morning with thrashing. You know, so that. You're gonna have fun with them. I don't know if I want to essentially ruin the fun, you know, with because it gets stale. Look <laughs> at the a marriage. Yeah, I don't want to. I, it's gonna get stale, and I want to thrash for you know. I'm with you, Ant. I want to thrash forever. So that'll be that'll be my summer fling with thrash, and then we can always we'll ha, we'll always have the summer. But Gleaming the cube is just it's the safer marriage, I think. Gotcha.
0: So you you don't want it's like you feel like feel like the you're. Love affair with Thrashans too volatile. Yeah. I, it, it's just it's too it's more uh passion, right? Yeah. Infatuation. And, and
1: cause, right, because it it has the whole gang warfare thing going on. Yeah. I I it, can't always have that in my life.
0: It's lust over love.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: You're lusting for Thrashin. Yes. And then once that goes away, because lust will always go away. Exactly you'll be left with something that you don't necessarily love.
1: And then, and then I'm kind of like stuck in no man's land, right? Because now I'm now I'm clinging to this thing that I no longer love. Right, and thrashing is out thrashing with other people. <laughs> right, right, well I'm at home with the child.
3: <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah, because thrashing will thrash whatever. Yeah, exactly guys. So yeah, I'm I'm stuck at home with the kids cooking, cleaning, and I'm trying to get in touch with Thrashing They're out thrashing. So
0: what what, what are the kids? Is it airborne and rad?
1: <laughs> right. It would have to be, right? And, and and rad is just not doing their homework, just not listening to me airborne is more you know they're like they're the goody goody they'll they're fine i don't have to worry about airborne uh rad is just really giving me a hard time and i need thrashing there to put rad in its place and i just i can't get in touch with thrashing All right, interesting.
0: I think that's gonna wrap it up this week. We've got uh we've got an episode coming out next week, and then we've got St. Patrick's Day's on the horizon. So uh be on the lookout for that. We always do something special for St. Patrick's Day. We got a pretty good movie coming up next week too. Um so you don't wanna miss that. Check us out on all the socials that we're gonna be playing right after this. And uh yeah. That's going to wrap us up this week. The director of Thrashing is David Winters. So for Dan Aquino and Mark Myers, this is Anthony D'Avecchio telling David Winters, well, you certainly made a movie, didn't you? Thanks for listening to They Called Us a Movie. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at TikTamPod. That's T-C-T-A-M-Pod. You can also check us out on TikTok at They Called Us a Movie.